Hi, Ashley. Hi, Amy. Um, so this is really our first official podcast of 2021. It is. That we're actually recording in Exciting. 2021. <laughs> and can I just mention that we had talked about uh, the NFL curse in a podcast that we did yeah, where last they, year. When you play in the Super Bowl, you never get home field advantage. Well, the Bucks. Hello. Let's talk about the GOAT. Okay, let's sit here. Like, <laughs> it wasn't the Bucks that did it. It was Tom it was Brady Tom that did it. Brady. Okay. So. And I know that, you know, you either love him or you hate him or you love to hate him, one or the other. But you got to show the man the respect. Oh, yeah, you do. Um, so congratulations to the Buccaneers. Yep. Um, That'll be an interesting game in two weeks. It really will. I'm looking so, forward to look it. forward to hearing <laughs> who they play. You know, we might have to take a little bit of a break or I might have to text my husband Hey, who's winning? Yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, we ha- I had to call my mom as uh, soon as it happened. I mean, you know, you, you heard her. She oh, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was excited. She's, excited. <laughs> she's going to Florida she to go says, to the Super Bowl just to sit in the parking lot. That's what she says. I don't Liz, believe we it. love you. I don't believe that she's going to do it. <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I anyway, thought it was funny. That is hilarious. But um, I just felt like we needed to mention that since yeah. it was something that we had talked about in a previous Mm-hmm. You know, I think it may have been season one that we we talked about it. Maybe one of the actually first no, episodes. what it was, it was actually um when it was one of the episodes last year when actually we recorded it around this time last year, mm-hmm. right before the Super Bowl, and you know mm-hmm. then quarantine hit. Yeah, so it was kind of like well, hey, right. <laughs> but um <clears throat> that was what it was. Oh, yeah. So um since we are back in we're in the new year now and everything and. Let's talk about our hiatus a little bit. What did yeah. we do during our hiatus? Because I see you got a new cup. Um, I do. Uh, thank you for the cup, by the way. You're welcome. It has. It's. It's got headlines of head- serial killers with blood spatter, and it yeah. is fantastic. Because I saw this bit, this thing, and I was like, that that's this bitch's Ashley Christmas has present. To have I'm it. like, she has to. <laughs> um, it even has serial killers that she's actually talked about on the podcast yeah. on there. It's got AJ Holmes. Holmes. It's got Charles um, Manson. We've talked about Charles Manson. If, if when we talked know, about our that, cults back um, in the yeah first season, and it has we haven't done one else? on Ted Bundy yet. Um, no, and honestly, I, if we're going, it to does do, have Gacy on there though. It does have Gacy. Um, if we if we do end up talking about. Ted Bundy. I feel like it should be in a different perspective. It'll be than in the honorable we, mention because yeah. who hasn't talked about or, Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy's old news now. Okay? Or maybe maybe trying to do something a little bit different with with him because he's so more well known. Well, I mean, I mean everybody everybody's everybody heard a podcast heard. about Ted Bundy. Everybody's watched a documentary about Ted Bundy. Everybody I mean, watched videos. Of, Netflix I, I don't think is Ted, filled with Ted Bundy. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk it. about Ted Bundy, but um. We do need to talk about Richard Ramirez one day because I'm yeah. planning on watching that Netflix documentary at while, some point. While we're while we're on that topic, which by the way, guys, this is not a serial killer episode. No, it's not. Um, but before we get into your topic, I would like to talk about that that Netflix series. Um, Don't because I haven't I, had a chance to watch it yet. So I just want to say. I'm not going to spoil anything. So if Please you haven't don't. watched it, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I do just want to say that I think that it was very well done. I think that the way that they were using the real live footage and the real live pictures that, of things that actually happened and the different ways that they showed that perspective was, yeah. was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I highly recommend watching that Netflix series. Yeah. 
that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. Basically, our hiatus was full of um, Netflix, Netflix, and um, <laughs> Hulu, Hulu, and Disney Plus, <laughs> Disney Plus, yeah, and The Mandalorian, um, yeah. and flopping out over Ahsoka. Lots so, of Star Wars. <laughs> lots I of must Star admit, Wars. it was lots of Star Wars. Um, a lot of you know, just family time. Yeah. And Amy actually finished Christmas shopping well before Christmas this year. So that was fantastic. That was the first. That was the first. I, I had I've everything been, done before Christmas. We have done Christmas together for, God, what, five, six years at least? Yeah, we have. And this is the first year that you're not waiting until like the week or two before and you're like, Ashley, I still have to go get this and this. And No, this is like <laughs> the first year that I haven't waited until Christmas Eve. Like, bitch, I need to go shopping and I need to go shopping exactly. now. Um, exactly. It's like, I still have to go get this. Or I, I still, still have to go get, get this. And I'm like, I gotta go get this. And no, I was actually <laughs> off for the whole week of Christmas and Ashley was like, do you need to go shopping? No, I'm good. Everything's under the tree and wrapped. Why do I need to go shopping? Right. I'm like, I've ordered everything <laughs> online this year. I'm not going to town. Which, that's what I normally do anyway is i normally order my stuff online no, so we just decided this year that we're just gonna you know start yeah. shopping now <laughs> so okay. i don't have to worry about it okay. but that's neither here nor there but um <laughs> i hope that everyone had a good new year's yeah and a new a good holiday whatever holiday that you celebrate if you celebrate um we hope you enjoyed some time off hope yeah you had fun. If nothing else um hope you didn't get sick for anything right um Right. Let, let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick. Because, you know, we got to talk about the current events before we get into the oh, nitty gritty yeah, of the sure. episode. For sure. Um, I get my second shot of the COVID vaccine tomorrow. That's exciting. So um, I'm I'm really <clears throat> excited about that. Uh, personally, I, I'd say I'm not so much excited. But, I mean, it's like, to me, it gives me a little level of comfort considering I do work in a healthcare setting. You do. And one of my biggest worries is inadvertently exposing people because of my work right and um i felt like it was my responsibility to get my covid shot when offered because i'm like well if i go ahead and get it you know worst case scenario if i get the shot and i still end up catching covid well then maybe like the flu shot if i weren't up to catch the flu it wouldn't be as bad as if i hadn't had any kind of a protection whatsoever um or, hey, I might be completely immune to it, and I don't have to worry about the possibility of exposing my high-risk parents, exposing my husband, the kids, you, Wayne, whoever I might happen to pass if I have to go to the grocery store. You know right. what I mean? Even though, you know, mask, social distance, I'm religious about that shit. Um, but, yeah. you know, I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a good thing, and I hope, like, a lot of people start to actually get it as soon as it's offered because, I mean, you know— Obviously, if you've had a bad reaction to a vaccination before, don't get it. You right. know what I mean? But if you haven't, I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't. Me. Like, hey, I'll be a guinea pig. I don't mind. I don't mind. That's just me. But, um, no, yeah, so I get my second shot tomorrow. So, but my side effects weren't really that bad. I think I just had a sore arm for a couple of days. I felt a little crappy for about 24 hours. Um, But I thought the cool part about it was, was when I got my shot... I had to sign up with the CDC, and so I got text notifications every day from the CDC checking up on me. How am I feeling today? What kind of symptoms am I having? Am I having any kind of side effects? You know, what's going on with you? And then that happened for seven days. Mm -hmm. And then after the first seven days, um, like once a week for the past two weeks, I've gotten a notification. Hey, how are you feeling this week? How are you? And then I also got a text notification yesterday. Hey, don't forget, <laughs> you're getting your second shot on Monday. 
Sarah was like, oh, cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like in a way they were still checking up on you to see how you're doing. That is good. You know, continuing to advance the research on it. Right. But also checking to make sure that I'm okay. Yeah. In a way. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Not everybody might agree with it. And that's that's fine. But I thought that, you know, I I just, I just feel. Because it is your body, your choice. You do what you want to do with it. Exactly. And so I just feel like, you know, it made me feel better. Yeah. I mean, whatever makes you feel better, whether it's you're nervous about getting it. So that's why you're not getting it because it's new or if it's because you're getting it because you want to make sure that other people are safe. Exactly. Whatever your feelings on it, there's no right or wrong feelings. No, I mean, and the thing is, is that um, mine, when we were offered the shot, we were told it was completely optional. Which it you don't be. have to get it, um, but if you do, here's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You sign up, you do it. Um, it. It was really nothing to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I felt a little, eh, for about 24 hours, but it wasn't bad. Um, now, I've heard that you do have a higher chance of showing side effects with the second, with the second one. one. Yeah. So, I'll update you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um anyway but i just wanted to share that that you know that's what's going on in my life yeah um but yeah so i thought that was pretty cool uh, very very cool so um as i said we're not doing a serial killer this time guys we are not this i know we've an, had a couple of this is um, an amy episode yes, today and um you're going to learn about something that i am truly terrified about you're terrified of this. And okay. I don't think I've ever told you about this phobia of mine. And now everybody's going to know about this phobia. So I can um, just imagine the shit I'm going to get now um, from Denny and Wayne and everybody else around me. Yeah. So, yay. But, you know, for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> for so the what sake are, of the podcast. What are we going to be talking about today? Okay. What are you going to teach me all what about today? What am I going to teach you all about today? Yeah. Okay. So we're, since this is technically my episode it is let me just preface by saying i cannot stand porcelain dolls okay and there's a there's a psychological reason i've read about that why they're so creepy it's because they look so lifelike okay and a lot of it has to do with the eyes Mm -hmm. and how dead they look yeah and you know this is a countless thing is that dolls really they're just they're creepy the more human they look the more they creep us out because you'll have the dolls they have the eyes open and close on their own and, absolutely oh my god they just i can't stand porcelain dolls they creep me out and i had a whole bunch of them when i was younger yeah a whole bunch of them and i'm like they stayed in my closet because they just they terrified me i always felt like these things were staring at me and that i was gonna wake up one night and one of them bitches were gonna be out the box and in my bed <laughs> on top of me staring me in the face uh-uh. no seven-year-old amy just did not did not care yeah and you know child's play didn't help that when i was younger oh i'm either. sure it didn't you know chucky mm-hmm. the, the possessed doll yeah um but which is one of my favorite movies yeah as far as in the horror genre is the child's play series so but But, um a lot of us tend to think that dolls are creepy because of the way the human brain is wired yeah and the way we um recognize faces and things like that my um my (laughs) grandmother you know talking about porcelain dolls and people collecting them and things of that nature she was one of those people um, she had a china cabinet that was completely filled with porcelain dolls nope. and she had um, bought one for each of us grandbabies that favored us. She yeah. had, and I have 
the two that she had that looked like me. And then my mom just gave me one that she had that looked like me. <laughs> um, so I have three that they have gotten yeah. because they favored me yeah, when no, I was a baby. Terrifying. Um, <laughs> um, nope, 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 nope. But um, another thing that they say that the one of the most inherent creepy reasons about dolls is because mm-hmm. um, the more human-like the face is, the more our brain tries to search for a mind behind those eyes. And when you right. look at a doll, and it's getting like the same kind of, your brain's getting those same cues, that the eyes, the nose, the mouth, the face, that mm-hmm. this... It, it, you recognize it and then within those eyes you're trying to see the soul behind them you're trying to see the mind because you can look at a person and see them in their eyes but mm-hmm. look at a person that's mentally checked out there's nothing there and it's like that with a doll so it's just like it, it's not alive you see a face you see a human but your brain's like this thing ain't alive and so it's mm-hmm. creepy so i um Say all of this to say, we are talking about dolls today and haunted dolls and cursed dolls and everything I really just don't like. So, <laughs> so we may hear some of them say, give me the power, I beg of thee. No, we're not going to be doing some Chucky today <laughs> because Chucky, at the end of the day, is fictional. Absolutely Still creepy. fictional. I do not <laughs> just, like child's play. Just disclaimer. Um, I love it. I love it. Oh, the, oh God. Anyway, but I just, you know, I wanted to preface with that, that, you know, we're, that's how we're going to be talking about dolls. And so I've got a lot of Wikipedia articles up on my phone, just, you know, for reference and okay. everything. Um, uh-huh. Now, a haunted doll basically is defined as a handmade or manufactured doll or stuffed animal that is reported to be cursed or possessed in some way by spirit. Um, mm-hmm. Now, in a lot of ancient religions, a lot of ancient times, um, in modern paganism, voodoo, that kind of thing, you have a lot of people that deal with poppets, okay. voodoo dolls. Right, That's absolutely. one of the first things that comes to mind when you think of that yeah. is a voodoo when, doll, a faceless thing that you can use to affect somebody's life. And you can go into... Marie Laveau's store. You can buy one online. You can buy one on Etsy. You can buy one on eBay. You can make your own. And buy one at in New Orleans at Marie Laveau's shop. I yeah. mean, you can go places and find but, I mean, dolls. Back in the day, back in like which Rome, is scary. Ancient Greece, dolls were used out in magical rituals to represent a connection with a god or a goddess. Ancient Egypt priests and magicians used puppets for ceremonial purposes to either free the body of evil or to place curses on those who went against the will of the gods, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Wiccan, going to Wiccan beliefs, puppets have been used to place curses on members of a community for religious or traditional purposes. They were used in African cultures, Native American, and European cultures. Um, the European puppet is rooted in early Germanic and Scandinavian tribes who used them for ceremonial purpose. So a lot of them, the, the idea of the doll was as a human symbolism in rituals right whether back in the ancient days or how they're still used today so can i just add if you are going to buy a voodoo doll to use on someone know what you're doing and know that what you put out into the universe comes back on you tenfold. Just a little disclaimer. Well, no, not I, not a lot of people believe in the tenfold rule, though. So you know, I believe in the tenfold. And a lot you of get people out don't, what you put in. 
just karma, okay, guys? Just, <laughs> just, just, just be mindful. <laughs> be mindful. <laughs> Morals, guys. Don't and mess with voodoo dolls unless you know what you're doing and you and, and also you know voodoo what's is coming a closed practice. You. So be respectful. Right. Um. So, exactly. but either way, don't don't. The bottom line is, don't fuck with shit you don't know anything about. Right. Okay. Just so, disclaimer before you got into it, I wanted to throw that. that out there. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, going back to this. So what what brought this to mind and the reason I decided I wanted to talk about dolls and how fucking creepy they are and um, haunted dolls and things like that is um, Wayne has gotten me hooked on Dan Cummings' uh, podcast, Scared to Death. We love Dan, don't we? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know, we, but I do like the podcast. We so are fans. I'm not a fan. I just like his damn podcast. I'm not you and Wayne. Okay, I love you guys. But <laughs> I don't I don't know Dan Cummings from like Dan Rather. So um but I am addicted to the Scared to Death podcast. So anyway, Time it's been sucks, cool. Scared to Death. They're I haven't listened good. to Time Suck yet, but that that's gonna good. be another discussion for another day. I want to stay on topic because if I get to talk about something else, I'm never gonna talk about what I want to talk about. And it, it yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> Moose. Anyway. So um Anyway, so I was listening, and one of his episodes, he talked about the Island of the Dolls. Now, Island of the Dolls. The Island okay. of the Dolls. And, of course, if you've ever watched Ghost Adventures, you know that they actually went to Island of the Dolls. It's been on countless travel channel documentaries. It's been on the sci-fi. It's been on Ghost Adventures. People have gone there. There's, there's stories all over the place about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... While I pull up my Wikipedia, we'll tell you what it is. Now, you'll have to forgive me. I don't speak Spanish. So, um, in Spanish, it's called La Isla de las Manuecas, um, which, again, translates to Island of the Dolls. It's located in the channels um, Hachimilico. I'm sorry. Again, if I butchered that, I don't speak Spanish. Anyway, it's south of the center of Mexico City, which is very close to the Estadio Azteca football stadium. Okay. Um, so, it is one of the main attractions of the channels. And dolls of various styles and colors are found throughout the island. Originally placed there by the former owner and caretaker of the island, Don Julian Santa Barrera. Julian believed that dolls helped to chase away the spirit of a girl that he had found drowned in the channels long time ago. He died in 2001 of a heart attack. And there are a lot of, you know, sources that say he was close to the same spot where he found the girl that had drowned. Okay. Um, now, again, this was originally owned by Don Julian Santa Barrera, and he was, they named this place during the 1950s when he began to hang these dolls around the island as a way to protect from evil spirits. He was a neighbor of the Barrio de la Asuncion, where he used to go drink poke after having sold his vegetables until due to superstitions, he began to preach the Bible, being expelled from that sector. Um, now, the legend that started the whole thing was that a young girl had drowned entangled among the lilies of the canal, and her body was found on the banks of the Santapa Chinampas. Um, again, I don't speak Spanish. Um, Don Julian began to experience inexplicable situations, so terrified, he started placing these dolls that he found in the garbage or in the canals with the idea that they would either scare the soul of the young girl who would cry out, mm-hmm. I want my doll, Um when he found her, he also found a doll floating nearby and assuming it belonged to her, hung it from a tree as a sign of respect. So, 
you know, he was kind of putting these dolls that he would find out around the island to help appease the spirit of this little girl who he had found that had died, you know, no reason why. Mm -hmm. But he felt that either it was a way to comfort her or a way to ward off evil spirits or to keep her spirit out. Either way. I don't know, but apparently he was a very superstitious man, as as a lot of people are. I'm sorry. <sighs> I will raise my hand. I am very superstitious, you as you so all know. Superstitious. Anyway. And I get but, crap and there's about nothing it all wrong, the time. And there's nothing wrong with superstitions. We just give you crap because you're Ashley. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Do. Thanks. But in 1987, an eco-tourist rescue was made, and the island was found covered with water lilies. Since then, and after the death of Don Julian in 2001... It became a great tourist attraction, basically. It gained fame um, when there were movies being filmed there. And like I said, it's been featured in the Huffington Post, the Travel Channel, ABC News, a whole lot of places. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what's really weird, though, is that all of these dolls that he has put there since that little girl was found, they're all still on the island. So they're all in different states of decay so i'm talking about dolls that are missing eyes and limbs and hair but i mean they're just all over the place they're on the ground they're in the trees they're on his building the little shack where he lived yeah that's like little shrines made all around the island to him yeah that's creepy they're all over the place and so again it's been featured on ghost adventures it was on the amazon prime show lore it's also been on buzzfeed unsolved anyway um, you can only get there by boat, and the most rowers are willing to transport people to the island, but a lot of them are so superstitious, they won't even go near it. They won't. Um, yeah. There is a small museum on the island that does contain articles from local newspapers about it, as well as about Don Julian. Um, there's a store in three rooms, one of which seems to be in, used as a bedroom by Don Julian. And in that room is the first doll that he ever collected, as well as his favorite doll named Augustina. Now, a lot of visitors that do go there have left dolls in and around the island in exchange for miracles or blessings, or some change their clothes, and they maintain it as a form of worship or as a way to honor his spirit that a lot of people think that his spirit is still inhabiting the island. Okay. Um, Now, I've read stories where people have gone... And they've gone at night, and they have taken tours around the island. And now, are um, there people giving tours and working at the museums and stuff, no, or is it just no, like just, everything's it's just vacant? There. Okay. It's just there. It's okay. not like a a tourist attraction. Tourist attraction, but people can go there. You can go to the island. You can, as long as you got somebody who's willing to take you there, you can go there. Uh-huh. Um, Don Julian did, you know, charge when he was alive to give tours around the island. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's still something they do today. I might have to look into that a little bit more. Um, But I don't think that that's actually something that they do. I don't think it's like a really a grand thing. Yeah. Which that doesn't surprise me because, I mean, if it's something that he was doing and people are just leaving shrines and stuff in memory of him, I wouldn't. Well, not just him, but, you know, of course, the little girl, because they feel like the little girl haunts the um, haunts the island. Yeah. Now, um, it's also been one called one of Mexico's creepiest places. I I personally, I hate dolls, so I'll never go. Right. Um, Is it 
fascinating. Absolutely. Um, and I'm superstitious, so I will not go. Of oh, what wow. some of the dolls on the island look like. So the one in the 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 one of the dolls reminds me of the doll head that um sid had in toy story yeah where he ripped the doll off and put it on the on the spider robot looking thingy yeah um it kind of reminds me of that yeah well let me just explain a lot of these dolls um are damaged by the weather um there's been damage from sun they faded which um a lot of the dolls are covered in bubbles blotches blisters when the rain have left their mark eroding paint leaving behind animal like faces sure. the plastic is cracked um it's just it's they're creepy looking a lot of them are missing arms and legs um or they've been giving limbs of another doll that obviously doesn't match um some without heads just any kind of dolls but um yeah and there's even more pictures there Tell me those are not terrifying. They are creepy. They're, they're, not they're even insanely just, I mean, that one creeps me the fuck out. That one right there. <laughs> that I, one looks like a, that um, one, one looks of the demonic. balls that you bought, that you can get from Spirit. Yeah, no, I mean, just don't They care. really look it's, like those. That one's even worse. Oh God, that one looks like it's got something going through its neck. Right, and it's just, it's creepy. <laughs> um, but like I said, a lot of people have gone and, um. They've been there, and they have witnessed the dolls moving. Um, they've heard things moving in the trees that are not animals. They're the shapes of little people. They've seen things run across the paths in front of them. They've heard the laughing of children. Um, some people have heard the dolls talk. Now, mind you, you see these dolls. Mm-hmm. There's no way any of these dolls are talking right there's no way any of them have any right. there's no ventriloquist there active um well i mean you never know you know but um you know it's like to me that is just it's terrifying i would not be able to stomach five minutes even going past the place because i it's just something about the idea of an empty vessel that could be inhabited mm-hmm. by a spirit of any nature it could be inhabited by something demonic it can be inhabited by something good it can be happen inhabited by something it could be inhabited by the spirit of a serial killer all a chucky but um it's just the idea of an empty vessel that anything could attach to yeah and and it's really reminding me of the movie dead silence have you ever seen that movie no i have not um in the movie it's about this woman who collects porcelain dolls and she passes away and then there's a it's almost like a bloody mary type thing yeah if you um if you there's like a little thing that goes around that says beware the stare of mary shawl she has no humans only dolls if you see her in your dreams beware to never ever scream oh my god how do you know this (laughs) shit Oh my god! Anyway, I've seen the movie quite a few times. Not gonna lie, it's a good movie. Highly recommended. Um, But it's reminding me of that movie. Anyway, I wonder if it's based on that in any way. Maybe the movie might. It might be there was actually a movie, um, a Spanish movie made about the island of the dolls. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's possible. Yeah. But um, and you know, not only is there the island of the dolls in mexico mm-hmm. there are a lot of dolls that are haunted yeah supposedly in the world um i'm sure like everybody's heard annabelle. about annabelle <laughs> Any, everybody's heard about <laughs> annabelle so 
Annabelle, yeah, we should Annabelle. say. Annabelle. If you're going to say it right, you got to say it with that southern twang. It's Annabelle. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now, she's a Raggedy Ann doll. Now, yes. But she, she may was a Raggedy Ann and the doll in the movie, but right. in real life, she was a Raggedy Ann doll. Now, I'm going to tell you about some haunted dolls that are not as well known as Annabelle. I like that. But there is one that actually. <clears throat> really terrifies me and it actually ties back into island of the dolls okay um if you remember correctly i told you that you know ghost adventures did an episode about that well Mm -hmm. um there is a doll on display at a at the east martello museum in key west florida by the name of robert the doll he was once owned by key west painter and author robert eugene otto haven't have we talked about him before? No, we've not talked about Robert the Doll before. But Zach Bagans got permission to borrow Robert the Doll and take him with him to the Island of the Dolls. Yeah. What? Anyway. Why? Oh, my. Only him. Any, only him. Only him. Anyway. I swear. But Robert the Doll is, to me, is one of the most, um, one of the most interesting, interesting dolls about it. And with Robert the Doll... What is what is so interesting about him is that he is kept in a room at this museum and there are letters all over the walls from people who have um, experienced uh, not so nice things happen to them after taking pictures of the doll without permission from him or they're disrespecting bad happen, him. Right? Bad things happen to him. Okay. Um, Speaking from the webpage of Miami Haunts, Robert the Doll is a frightening um, that presidents write to him asking for his blessing and to please not put a hex on their administration. Yes. Presidents? Presidents. Um, he can be visited. From different countries mm-hmm. or just America? Or even here. Um, he can be visited wow. again at the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. But don't take a photograph of Robert without first asking his permission and also do not disrespect him. He has a nasty habit of holding a grudge. There are countless tales of folks leaving the museum and being besieged by tragedy. Um, The doll was once owned by the painter and he's allegedly possessed by multiple spirits. And he is actually one of the most haunted dolls in the world and was the inspiration behind Chucky. So can, can can I ask something? That's Robert. Yes, well, where I think that maybe That's maybe you just doll. had a conversation about him. We maybe probably have, but I swear I think we've talked about him. But so, what happened when when Zach took him to the island of? Oh, the dolls? a whole whole lot of shit. Um, I'd have to go back and watch the episode. I haven't watched that episode in a long time, but I have Discovery Plus now, so I can. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if I do remember correctly, um, it was one of the last few episodes where Nick Groff was still with them. Okay, and they experienced um dolls moving um a doll they had caught video of the dolls talking in the little they shack where they were video, video of, of the it. it was video talking. it was i believe it was aaron or zach who was sitting alone in the shack and clearly you could hear a doll say mama and mind you all of the dolls there were no new dolls in that room that could have said that um you would hear they caught little shadows running. Um, at mm-hmm. one point, one of the shrines caught fire just out of nowhere. Nobody set it on fire or anything as far as we could see. Right. Now, we know a lot of things are 
faked for ratings, obviously, right. but that's not to discount. And there something, are ventriloquists like yeah. Jeff Dunham. To, for and there's example, not to say that, like that, you know, some behind the scenes trickery may not have happened, but right. at the same it time. It is TV for crying out yeah. loud. <laughs> um, but, but Robert the Doll was actually one of the inspirations for Chucky because of how just terrifying it is. But they say that they tried when this man was a, the first original owner of Robert the doll uh-huh. um, was just like very strangely attached to him. Like even as he got older, did not want to, did the doll scared his damn parents. They would put it somewhere up in the attic or something. And then they turn around and the doll would be so right do back downstairs. Where it, or- it originated from like, no, no, it was a, it was a bought doll. So it was a bought doll given to this child. It was a brand new doll. So I'm, I honestly can't tell you exactly what happened about it, hmm. but um, I can put a link on it and I can read. So, and this goes back <laughs> to, um, yeah, but I think um, if you look at him, he's just a very creepy looking doll. He's a creepy looking doll. Yeah. It just looks like an old doll. Yeah. But um, brought with Robert, he's like one of the most famous haunted dolls in the world you think annabelle and well then there's robert the doll um Mm -hmm. anyway let's see i'm just trying to scroll down so i can get back to it it began in the early 1900s with a young boy named eugene robert otto an eccentric artist that would later become the toast of key west he was given a unique doll named gene and he was attached to the doll and quickly named him robert and well don't turn on the lights kind of history with it Anyway, um, this doll is just, he was given to him in 1904. The doll was purchased by his grandfather and then given to him as a birthday gift. He's dressed in a little sailor suit and kind of looked like one of the outfits that Gene used to wear when he was a kid. Um, Now, some people believe that this doll was made by a voodoo priestess and was then given to Gene to protect him. And another one, again, by was made by a voodoo priestess whose Jean's father had, in fact, mistreated. And so she was um, made the doll using voodoo and black magic and then cursed it to punish all who came in contact with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in the, what is now called the Honest Artist House, um, this was the spot where he lived when this doll was given to him. And so, over the course of Gene's life, Robert acted wonkily, to say the least. Um, the first hint that something was wrong with him occurred when Gene was 10. In the middle of the night, there was a loud bang, and Gene's mom uh, just got up and flies off her bed, and the whole house was in pandemonium. There's just noises, screams, thump, crashes, cracks, like sound like gunfire mm-hmm. coming from Gene's room. And when she gets in there, you can hear her son yelling, Mom, help, help, and the door is shut. Not only shut, but barred by something that's pushing back. Um, The parents try to wrench the door open. Something counteracts their combined force. And the wood cracking, it it was just, it was impossible to get him out. Windows supposedly shattered. Lights flicker. The noise and dissonance from in the room just sounded deafening. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it just stops. And the door swings open. And they look in, and the room was just destroyed. And then there's Jean in one corner of the space just crying. The only thing left standing is Robert sitting on the foot of Jean's bed. And at that point, so the story goes, Jean turns to his parents, points at the doll, and says, Robert did it. So they got rid of it. 
the next thing. Which would be a normal response right. for any the next good day, parent. <laughs> that night, they got rid of it. The next uh-huh. day, the doll was rinsed more back in Jean's room. Rinse and repeat. Hmm. Dozens of times, they tried to get rid of the thing, and dozens of times, it came back. They had no other choice but to accept that the doll was theirs. And so, over the years, strange and possibly paranormal things just continued to happen. Tragedy befell anybody who disrespected Robert. Misfortune plagued anybody that tried to sever that connection between Jean and Robert. Um, they would... The parents would regularly catch their son upstairs talking to the doll and getting a reply back in a completely different voice. Um, they described that the doll would speak and see his appearance change, snickering and sightings of Robert running up steps or just staring out of windows was reported too. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Jean's parents died and Jean would later fall in their footsteps, of course. You only get one lifetime, but again... Robert remained. So when Gene Otto died in 1974, his house was sold and then a new family moved in. And guess what was in the attic? Robert Robert the doll. Mm -hmm. So Robert, whose only friend had died, was Robert no longer kept in by Gene's personality. So the doll apparently started terrorizing the new inhabitants of the home. And then he became particularly attached to that family's 10-year-old child. The child claimed that Robert moved at night and even more scared that the toy wanted to hurt her. So not long after that, Robert the doll was donated to the East Martello Fort where visitors from all over the world then came to a quote parlay with the forces of darkness and play with fire. Um, Which I think is probably the best if there's. You know, because you know how yeah. sometimes those stories can get kind of exaggerated oh, yeah. just for stuff like that. But of course, and if again, it is real, I think that that's the best. This is thing. all legend. Oh but, yeah, and again, but I um, do think that that's the best thing that could have happened was them putting it. In and a, again, my in source a, is in a place this, like that. You know, it's from southernmostghost.com, which is based out of Florida. Yeah, but um, I do think that that's probably the best idea for a situation like that. Yeah, is putting it in a place to where people can go visit it, but it's Don't in a contained. Touch it place exactly you give him his own space right you're anyway. giving it its own little area you're letting people be able to do what you just said play with fire mm-hmm. and see the darkness or play with the darkness don't and if it and because some people it's an adrenaline some people, people do that and some people don't believe in it so i mean right um anyway. so um i think that that's probably the best oh thing yeah that it's could the best have for it to be in a museum yeah anyway um so you know how i mentioned that even supposedly presidents are scared of Robert the doll. So are you going to give me an example of which president? I am. I love it. Robert's it. reputation is well known throughout the island as well. The United okay. States, supposedly. And to what extent, you may ask? Well, former President Bush. Which actually, one? Uh, hang on, I can tell you. I think it was George W. Of course, w. w. Of it's course, w. w. We love us some W. We do love us some W. <laughs> anyway, but... Um, <laughs> W actually wrote Robert a letter because, again, his brother was the governor of Florida. So, you know, Bush probably had heard of Robert at some point. Anyway, so he wrote a letter asking for Robert's blessing during his administration. Well, technically, it was a note. It was really a note to Robert on his um, 103rd birthday. The doll's 103rd birthday. Oh, wow. So that what it is, he actually made an agenda item to personally tell Robert Please, no shenanigans while I'm in the Oval Office. So. How well do you think that worked out for him? I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know. Well, I mean, he, he did die. get Michelle. He I mean, he, he loves oh, him some Michelle. He, and Michelle loves him. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Uncle George. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way I think America feels about him. He's just good old Uncle George. He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the one no disrespect to the no, former president. No, absolutely not. We, anyway, we uphold the, the presidency with the most respect here. Just you know, <laughs> I'm gonna refrain. Anyway, because this is not a political no, podcast. And Amy's not, not getting into that. Okay, Go ahead, we're moving. Amy, on. moving on. So, so George W. wrote to Robert. Yeah. So, um, you know, you sat there and you mentioned about you know ha- good thing for him to be in a museum and yeah. Yeah, having that kind of controlled environment anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, is that when you go to see him, you have to show this doll its due respect. Right. He supposedly has a nasty habit of going buck wild on unsuspecting people and skeptical people that come in as well. Um, thousands have proclaimed that their cameras have just become inoperable whenever they've tried to take a photo of Robert. Without asking permission, right? Because uh-huh. you have to ask permission first. Others okay. have heard demonic giggling when they have touched the glass case that surrounds him. Okay. Um, now, a lot of people have claimed to attribute car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, a whole bunch of other things on dealing with this doll. Mm-hmm. The commonality, though, is that whenever you visit him and you fail to grasp the gravity of what you're playing Russian roulette with, um, when you're going to this as post-visit misfortunes. So it's like, you don't know if this doll really is possessed, if this doll really is haunted, but you should show it that respect. Like, you think of it as, an, as a person. You right. know what I mean? A living, breathing person. You wouldn't want just people coming up and gawking at you and taking pictures of you all day without your permission. And you wouldn't people sitting there making fun of you all day. Oh, you ain't going to do shit. You right. ain't going to do shit. You're just a doll. Blah, blah, blah. You'd get a little bit pissed off, too. Right. So. And want to fuck somebody's life This up. is what I want to know. <clears throat> when you go and you ask for permission to take a photo, how do you know if he's acknowledged that permission? Is it just with you asking, may I take a picture with you, Robert? I, I would guess if you, like you're asking permission politely and how you feel afterwards, after, or maybe you take a... So it's like a gamble. A, yeah, it's like a gamble. You're playing Russian roulette with the unknown. Um, personally, I just would not go and take a picture of him. Right. Okay. I, would, I just would not. I would just be yeah. like, hey, dude, I just wanted to come visit. Check you out. I'm good. I don't want to touch you. I, I don't want, want to take a picture, right? Just right. want to come, just visit, see you, and you show know, you respect. Show you some respect, and I'm gonna get on out your space, right? You know what I mean? That's if so, we ever do that, which I honestly oh, don't I do want to go to Key West. I want to go to Key West. I don't know if I ever go to Key West. I don't know if I want to go see Robert. And there's a we have a whole road trip at some point that we're gonna have to go, and it's gonna be all over the United States of all these different places. I love it. Um, but yeah, so that that's the tale of Robert the doll. And honestly, is he possessed? Is he just a doll? And you mm-hmm. know, coincidence. You don't yeah. know. Nobody knows for sure. But he's weird looking and he's creepy looking. I just showed you a picture. Look him up, Robert the doll. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he's he's a bit on the the, the creepy side. Absolutely. Um. So, but Robert the doll is not. The only one. And I'm not going to talk about Annabelle because everybody knows about Annabelle. Right. And if you don't. She's honorable mention. If you don't. If you don't look her up, look up the story, watch the movie. It's interesting. Right. Um, Another doll is called Letter the Doll. 
Letter of Letta. Letta. Letta the doll. She is from Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Oh, so we have an Australian Mm -hmm. doll. Okay. And what it is that uh, Carrie Walton apparently found this doll while he was visiting an abandoned building in 1972 in Wagga Wagga, Australia. According to Walton, he named the doll Let Me Out because it's supposedly supernatural characteristics. Let Me Out? Mm-hmm. He claims that people have seen the doll move in front of them and that the doll has left visible scuff marks around the house. Currently, the Let Me Out is still It's trying to get out. In it's Warwick, coming Queensland. from its name. Let Me Out. It's trying, I mean. <laughs> I wasn't able to really find a whole lot about Let the Doll other than just that one paragraph on Wikipedia, but I felt it was an honorable mention. Right. I think that you shouldn't, like, if you're going to name a doll letting me out, don't be surprised when it's trying to get out. Right. Um, letting me out. That is there's another one that is actually pretty famous. This is actually from Japan. Okay, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Okay. According to modern Japanese folklore, in 1918, a teenager named Ikichi Suzuki purchased a lost doll from Hokkaido for his younger sister, Okiku who gave the doll her name. So when Okika died, her family came to believe that Okiku's spirit was inhabiting the doll and that the hair on the doll was growing. This, dissol- this doll resides in the Maneji Temple in Hokkaido, where it is claimed that a priest regularly trims Okiku's still-growing hair. And so, you know, that kind of fascinated me a little bit. Because, again, um, just like in Mexico, you have another highly religious and highly spiritual and superstitious culture. Because the Japanese have a lot of um, superstitions. They do have a lot of very spiritual beliefs in that how they're very... we've actually talked about a couple of places in Japan on the podcast. We Uh have, so... Um, Akagahora. Yeah. And so, you know, they have a lot of respect for the dead. They do. So, I mean... It, it's do. not a very far-fetched idea that the, somebody's soul could inhabit a doll. So, mm-hmm. um, again. But the hair growing. Yes. So, here's what I want to know. Here's the doll. Here's a picture of the doll. It's a very pretty doll. It is. It's and very, it, I don't, and, it's not inherently creepy. And what I want to know is, if the hair is growing, is it growing just really slow? So I think that way, like, or do people have to go and trim it? And well, just said that um, at the end or? of that, that it's at a temple, and that the priests they are still regularly cut the still growing hair. Okay, so, they, so they her hair is still really so she basically trimmed. has a beautician. In. Yes, um, it's a very pretty doll. Um, she's yeah, dressed in a she's about forty centimeters tall, and she's draped in a classical kimono. It's pink. Um, has long black raven hair and um, is trimmed to roughly shoulder length in a traditional Okapa hairstyle. Um, the eyes are black that, again, quoting from Miami Haunts, that seems to consume everything up in its gaze. The thing was mesmerizing and spellbinding and something to take your breath away. When Okiku died, her family came to believe that her ghost was occupying the doll. Um, it would move around and even more harrowing, okay, maybe not so much as, hey, that doll is moving, its hair was growing. And again, the doll now resides in a special shrine at a temple in Hokkaido and that the priests there regularly cut Okiku's still growing hair. So there's nothing extremely sinister about this doll. Again, mm-hmm. it's just they claim that its hair still grows and that it moves around. Um, which, you know, is, is a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. okay. Um, again, it's not a very spooky or scary thing, but you know, I can see a, a young girl that passes... And quite suddenly and unexpectedly wanting to hang around Mm -hmm. and, you know, 
connecting taking, herself connecting to herself something. to one of her favorite things, a gift from her brother. So I can see that. And so inherently, it's not a bad thing. It's just you know, adult somebody that's just hanging on to something that they loved, um, and still yeah. wanting to be around, be a child. Yeah. So to me, that's kind of kind of cute. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to see. There's a bunch of other dolls on here too. And there's there's so many. I mean, so many. Ah, here's a good one. Her name is Lily. Lily. Mm-hmm. Is, again, I'm reading from Miami Haunts. And historians have tracked Lily's background to the early 1600s. Um, discovering tales of mystical practices, pagan rituals, and warding rites imported from Europe by the Dutch colonists of Lower Manhattan. Handmade figurines like Lily were left out to scare off local spirits and New World ghosts, an archaic custom dating back to the Vikings and the Romans. Uh, the original Lily was delivered to a paranormal research organization from its owner who stated, I found her outside my door one morning with a note that said not to put her by mirrors or in the same room I sleep in. I gave her a flashlight so she could drain the batteries, but instead she made my light flicker at night. My cat would not go near her and my dog would just stare. At times, I'd be woken up from a dead sleep smelling burnt toast or sometimes a sweet fruity smell. Her favorite color is red, and that is all I know. Um, the doll started to then act strange and give off extremely unnerving vibes. The research group started to mass produce dolls using the original template. Now you can actually own a Lily doll for Halloween. Yeah, so you can buy a duplicate of a haunted doll named Lily. And it's really creepy looking. It looks like Annabelle from the movies. Yeah. It really does. Um, so, no, I am just a, uh, yeah, haunted dolls, man. I'm telling you. But those are just some of those. They are creepy. And I do think that, you know, especially the ones, it's very, very possible that a voodoo doctor could have could have done that. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they do have, if you believe in that, of course, um, that kind of power to be able to possess your spirit and yeah, pretty much do what they want to with it. Um, if you know, so I do think that that's very possible. Um, I think that there are some very cool stories. Oh yeah. Um, now if you go into a Lily doll, so please nobody buy me a Lily doll. Um, I I just don't like dolls in general. (laughs) But um, there's I actually do you. We talked about Zach Beggins when I talked about Island of the Dolls and Robert the Doll. Uh-huh. He has a haunted museum out in Las Vegas. Which I think we should go to. We should. Um, because he also does have a room full of haunted dolls. That's cool. And I, I'm interested. I hate it. But I'm interested. Um, supposedly it's like he's got so many haunted artifacts. Not just the dolls. But you've got stuff that belong to the Night Stalker and... Charles Manson, and you've got a uh, demon box. You got the Dybbuk box, mm-hmm. um, and cool. all sorts of shit in there. And I'd like to go because I think it would be very, very interesting. Um, but this is getting off. You know, I only mention that because again, he has haunted dolls. But I can't remember specific things or anything like that. I watched um, where they did their whole quarantine lockdown in his museum. Mm-hmm. And they did a night investigating the haunted dolls. And he's had Annabelle there in his... Um, the actual Annabelle, uh-huh. which I think was weird because when I was watching it, um, the son, or is he the son-in-law? I can't remember. He's either the actual son or the son-in-law of the Warrens brought Annabelle in a locked briefcase to Zach Bagan's museum. Hush your face. No, I am dead serious. And he wore like gloves 
when he took her out. Like, I mean, these are thick. Like, you would think, like, these thick-ass rubber gloves, like, if you were dealing with some kind of caustic substance and you're not trying to get chemical burns or something or you're not trying to burn your hands off. He wore those when touching her and moving her. And he was like, yeah, don't touch her. He's like, do not touch her because she's going to fucking kill you. And, I mean, it's just the most simplest Raggedy Ann doll when you look at her. She looks, you know, the actual Annabelle looks nothing like what she is pictured in the movies at all. No, definitely That Annabelle looks like a freaking ventriloquist doll. Right. No, the actual Annabelle is just basically a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. She's got yarn hair. She's got a triangle nose. Yeah. She's wearing clothes. She's a rag doll. Yeah. And... You would not think that a doll that looked like that could supposedly be so sinister and so cursed. And I know I said I wasn't going to talk about Annabelle. But, you know, it bears to mention she is one of the most famous. When you think of a haunted doll, automatically your mind goes to Annabelle. She's caused people to wreck their motorcycles and die. She's called... She, I mean, they kept her in a glass... They keep her in a glass case in the Warrens Museum... And tell you not to even touch the case. Yeah. Don't barely even don't even look at her. You know what I right. mean? Don't take her picture. Don't even breathe in her direction. Right. It's like it, it, to me, just a simple doll like that. But and the um, fact that he was like, you know what? Let's take that doll out of that case. And you know what? Why don't take you her just, to Zach Bagans Museum? Why, why don't you just wanted? bring her to my museum where I have and, a whole bunch of other haunted shit and we're going to mix her up with all of this other haunted stuff that I have. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to lock myself in the room with her in the room with all of that. And um we're just going to see what happens. Yeah, and that's basically what they did. And I'm and um he was like he touched her. He <laughs> straight up touched her. And I'm sitting God here bless, like, God oh, bless him. God I bless swear, him, man. God He's bless so him. God bless him. I, I, you know, I don't know whether to think he is absolutely stupid or a fucking genius. Um, hey, but isn't that what everybody thinks of most geniuses, though? Right. And <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. I'm like, dude, you're just <laughs> you're just asking for trouble with this shit you do, and um. That that is in, insane. That is absolutely, positively insane. Yeah. And more power to you, but hey. I mean, come on, now, good dude. on you. Um, but rather you than me, um, I would not feel comfortable doing that. I don't know how comfortable I would be even being in the same room as Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Um. So now. you know, more power to him. Um, because if I were to go and visit and see the Annabelle doll at the Warren Museum, I personally would do kind of like what we talked about with the Robert yeah. doll. Yeah. And just say, hey, I'm here. I just wanted to show you I some respect. I just wanted to see that and you were real. That was it. Right. I wanted to show you some object. respect and to show you and acknowledge your existence. And I appreciate that. I'm going to be on my way. Don't follow me home. I'm good. I, don't I am be, okay. I'm good. You continue to do you, and I will go and move my merry way and, and continue to do it. me. You continue and on to, to the do next me? one. Okay. Or, you know, I'll continue to do me. <laughs> right. And we'll move on from there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, so, you know, that's. And what so, I would after do. reading about all this and everything, um, 
<clears throat> I may or may not have gone down a rabbit hole on YouTube too. And I mean, this is actually not just today, but I've done this several times before. Um, there was a YouTuber that I watched called Omar Gosh. I'm sure everybody's probably heard of Omar. At some point, my kids watched Omar. And where Omar would go and supposedly explore these haunted places. But he was really big about being kind of clickbaity and, you know, creepy music in the background. And how much of it was like fake for views and whatever. Right. But he has a friend who does her own kind of, she has her own ghost hunting channel. And um, I can't remember what it was because I was subscribed to it because I thought it was interesting. Anyway, um, if I can find it, I, I will share the name of it. But um, they were known for going to, you know, they were, again, they live in Florida. Haunted and places. They were known for going to haunted places and cemeteries and stuff like that and getting EVPs. And that doesn't things, sound familiar move. at all, Amy. Oh, oh, God, right? I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, hmm. <laughs> anyway, but. Are they reading us? <laughs> possibly. Anyway, this woman. Um, again, I cannot think of her name and I can see her face in my mind, but I cannot think of her name to save my soul or the name of her channel. Um, if I do remember, I will share it. Okay. But anyway, she had a haunted doll and her and her daughter and Omar and I guess one of their friends were doing a YouTube video. No, it was her, her daughter and somebody else. Omar was not there and they were outside on her patio and she was getting ready to move. And... She mentioned, you know, the doll's name was Beth. And it was really, really pretty doll. I mean, just had on one of those Victorian dresses with the curls. And it was a gorgeous doll. And the doll was just, you know, standing there and they're talking. And she says, you know, I don't think that I'm going to be taking this doll with me when I move. And mind you, the doll is sitting there straight, looking straight ahead. And when she said she didn't think she was going to be taking the doll, the doll's head went like, I know you just did not say that and looked directly at her. I saw it. I'm like, I'm looking at this like, this has to be fake. There's no way that doll moved like that. Right. Um, And it's like, I've seen other YouTube videos. Whoever that was, you better apologize to that doll and you better take that doll doll. with you. She she still has the doll. I'm just saying. (laughs) She moved and she still has the doll. You better apologize and say, I'm sorry. I don't know. And I will... Take you with me, and then if you ever decide to get rid of that doll, you better do some explaining to this doll and let them know that they will be going to a good home. Exactly. Anyway, just throwing that out there. And then I also saw a, I've seen other YouTube videos where people have had like a whole bunch of dolls sitting there and they've had like just a static camera on them, and dolls have moved on their own, their heads have moved, their arms have moved. Um, I saw one video where there was a doll that was like, do you, me- you remember the like, My Size Barbies? They were like three feet tall. Yeah. Well, this was like a My Size Barbie. And I think this video actually came from Mexico. And it's been a while since I saw this. And Which as much as they honor the dead, like what we just talked about, nothing surprises me when it comes to the paranormal in Mexico or Japan or the honestly, Asian nothing surprises me about the paranormal because whatsoever because they they honor them so much and they put so much emphasis on well, with their them, lives. Death and things, is so. not 
the an end. Ending. No, it's not. No, with them, um, from with in their cultures, death is not the end. It's just another stage of life, and yeah. so their belief is that the dead are always with us, and Absolutely. that you need to show them the same respect as a living person. That just because you're not seeing them, does that mean that they no longer exist? And Absolutely. They actually have a comfortable relationship with death, whereas. Most people that live in Western countries, America for one, death is a big taboo kind of thing. Right. You know, it's not something that's really talked about and it's not really something that majority of people are comfortable with. Right. Whereas in other cultures, it is a bigger part of their culture and they're more comfortable with it. And... So, you know, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, everybody's different. Everybody has a different culture. So and you're going to. No one is right or wrong. Just throwing that out there. You know. But but um, besides that, going back to the video I was getting ready to tell you about, this doll. Um, this woman would hold this doll's hand and would walk. And then the doll would walk with her. Like, and the head would move side to side. So it was almost like a robot? Almost like a robot. But it was a doll it was just a porcelain doll but the doll would move the doll walked it creeped me the hell out and i'm sitting there watching like that that has to be fake there is no way that that is actual an actual doll moving like that i'm very i'm very skeptical when it comes to stuff on youtube I really am. Right, because you can edit anything. It's well, kind of I'm, like TV. You, you can, can or edit movies, anything. or you can edit anything if to make it ex- look like To me, if I don't experience something. it firsthand, I have a hard time believing it. Right. Because, again, <clears throat> you don't know the intention of the person who did the filming. Mm-hmm. Um, because that could be fake. Um, it could be somebody trying to pull a hoax. Or it could have been something that actually happened. Or Just a little bait. bit of both. Yeah. You don't know. Um. So I have a very hard time believing things that I watch on TV or that I watch on YouTube. But again, I think that's kind of a healthy thing. You shouldn't believe everything you see. Right. Um, Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. (laughs) Take everything with a grain of salt. Take our stories with a grain of salt. I mean, you weren't there. Because especially with the paranormal stuff that we talk about, it's... I mean, it's it's really up to interpretation. Oh, everything always is because and, you know. Yeah. I we you and I could experience the same exact situation, and you can take away something completely different oh, from absolutely. that than what I do, absolutely, and vice versa. Um, I could experience something, and you have nothing happen to you at the same time. Right. Um, it could just it's very subjective. Absolutely. And basically, based on your own um how you view things yeah um you're gonna take away something different from everything um i do have a personal story about creepy dolls okay let's um, hear your personal story now i mind you i i i really don't like dolls barbies are okay yeah little action figures are okay um i really personally do not like porcelain dolls um my stepfather's mother when we went to go visit her out in seattle and she gave me this porcelain doll. It was a really, really pretty doll. Um, of course, we brought it home with us and put it in my room. And one night I heard what sounded like, and mind you, I was sleeping. So I don't know how much of this was the imagination of a nine-year-old child and how much of it I actually truly experienced. But you live, you've been in my old house, at the house I grew up in. I have. You've, you've. You you know what I experienced there. I've told the stories on here. Yeah. Um, even after then, you when me and 
the kids and husband live there. You you know the vibe. Yeah. That that surrounded that house. Yeah. And um I heard this what sounded like plastic, like something trying like a cat or something was stuck in a box and was trying to get out. And mind you, I had this doll sitting up on a bookcase and uh, the way my bed was, my bed was in the center of the room towards the back wall. And from my bed, you could see my front door. And then I had a bookcase kind of in this little <clears throat> alcove where the wall from my closet was and between the door and the wall of my closet. And so you really couldn't see the bookcase and where the doll was from my bed. It would kind of sat in a little corner on top of the bookcase right there in the corner where my closet met the wall. But you couldn't see it from the head of my bed. And, um, so I got up, stood up on my bed and I turned the, I pulled the thing on my ceiling fan because I had my ceiling fan on. So of course the light was on. I just had the light turned off in the ceiling fan and I looked and that doll was still in this box. It was no longer sitting on my bookcase. It was instead sitting on the floor in front of my dresser on the other side of the room. Wow. And I never touched that doll. It had dust still on the box because I didn't move it. And when you looked at the bookcase, you could see the outline of where the dust was. Brown box. So you had that clean rectangle and then, and it didn't look like, and you could see like little marks where it's like the box kind of wiggled itself off and it ended up on the other side of the room next to my window. You are the first person I've ever told that story to. I didn't even tell my mom. I grabbed that doll and I threw it in my closet. And it stayed in my closet. And then the next day, I started rearranging my room. And um, mom asked me what I was doing. I was like, well, I just feel like I needed to move stuff around. That's all. And that doll stayed in my closet until I moved out. And I don't know where the doll is now. I think I got rid of the doll. Um, I think I gave it like Goodwill or something. Or either I took it to the dump. And stuck it in the donation box or something. I don't know. I don't remember what I did with it. But um, <clears throat> I, I never I never dealt with it. And she gave me another doll after that. Um, it was a Cinderella Disney princess. And I didn't even bother setting that thing out. It just automatically went in my closet. And I think it's actually upstairs in the attic. Really? Cinderella doll. Um, I think. Don't, <laughs> don't quote me on it. It might be up there. It might not be. I don't know. But um. Yeah, and my, my aunts had a thing of giving me porcelain dolls. My aunt Diane and my aunt Gwen, who have since passed on. Um, I've had, <laughs> and that's weird too, because I, I got hand-me-down jewelry from them. From my mama, my aunt Diane, and my aunt Gwen. And each piece of jewelry that I got from them has disappeared. And it's not because I've misplaced it. I mean, you can, oh, you just probably misplaced. No, 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 not family heirlooms like those. Nope, they're just gone. I mean, again, Layla could have gotten into them, but Layla, my necklace from my mama went missing when I was in sixth grade, and um, I never saw it. I put it in my jewelry box, and it was just gone. Um, I had a bracelet from my Aunt Diane that disappeared somewhere, um, and then most recently, a ring that was my Aunt Gwen's. So... Yeah, family heirlooms in my family just tend to go missing, especially if it's jewelry. Now, again, of course, I could have misplaced it. My daughter could have gotten hold of it. But um, usually you tend to find things if you misplace them. So 
some of these things have been missing for years and I'll never find them. But that's besides the point. I got a little bit sidetracked from that. And I also have another one. Now, this isn't necessarily dolls, but toy. It's toy related. Okay. Furbies. Furbies. They're terrifying. I had one little when I was a kid. demonic yeah. beasts. Okay, I have <laughs> actually. I'm gonna pause this for just a second. Just a second. I will be right back. So, I'm back, and uh, <laughs> I have brought the offenders with me. Uh, the offenders, huh? Yes. Anyway, I have a original Furby sitting right here. And I also have a Furby baby. Now, neither one of these have batteries in them. They are annoying. And I was a kid. And they pissed me off. Because I could never get them to speak right. And I got, I just got tired of them. So, I took the batteries out. But I kept them out because they're, they're cute little things. They're not completely ugly. And, you know, back in the day, these were like the rage. These were the big thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And... I loved them. I thought they were cute. So I had them sitting out on my bookcase. (laughs) (laughs) By that time, I was a little bit older. I was a teenager. I want to say maybe 13, 14. Yeah. Around that age. And um, I'm sitting up one night. I'm on my computer. I'm watching Saturday Night Live. And I'm chatting with friends. And, you know, just doing everything a normal teenager does. And it's quiet. I'm the only one awake. Because back in the day, I could stay up all night and it wouldn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, can't do that shit now. Can't do that now. Anyway, um, so I'm sitting there and it's quiet in my room. And all of a sudden, that little bastard right there. The brown one? The, or the brown one. one. Uh-huh. Or the white. Yeah, okay. Goes, hey Hola. Starts talking. And I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? And I'll stop and look. And its eyes go. It moves back and forth. And then that one starts going. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, well, let me make sure that I, that, that I did take the batteries out of these things, okay? Because I'm like, you have to use a screwdriver. Like, yeah, you have to use a screwdriver to take the battery door off. Right. So, I'm like, okay, well, let me go search for a screwdriver in the living room. And um, I'm going to see... Make sure that I, I took the batteries out of these things. Because they're annoying. And so I went and I went and I went and I searched and I searched. And I finally found a screwdriver that was small enough to take this little bitty screw out. And I opened both of them up. And there's no batteries. In either one of them. And so I put it back. And I sat there and I looked for a minute. And then all of a sudden, that little thing does like this. And starts laughing. I immediately grabbed these two suckers and threw them in my closet with the porcelain dolls. Wow. And just looking at them, me the creeps right now. Um, but they've been in my grandmother's hope chest, along with several other porcelain dolls, <laughs> apparently. Um, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that, uh, I don't like Furbies and I don't like porcelain dolls. So they're creepy. Um, but I kind of felt like even though they're not technically dolls, they are a toy. Yeah, they are. And um, it doesn't have to be a porcelain doll that can be haunted. It can be any kind of doll. It can be a rag doll. It can be a Barbie doll. It can be anything. It can be a Furby. Yeah. And it's just inherently, inherently creepy. And so um, 
Yeah. Wow. And that was what I, I wanted to talk about the dolls. And I will probably take a picture of my Furbies and post on our Facebook page and see how many people think that these things are, yeah, weird and creepy looking. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so what are your, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on my haunted dolls, Ashley? Oh, and what are your thoughts on the porcelain doll I just showed you? Uh, they're pretty. I don't think that they're ugly. You don't think they're um, creepy? I think that I, I'm with you. Any toy or any any kind anything could be a vessel for a spirit. Yeah. To to haunt. So, you know, like you <sighs> mentioned, anything. Ah, okay, uh, so staring at me and anything. Uh, anything can be that. Like you said, it could be a toy. Right. It could be. You know, a, a ghost haunting you because you have like a family heirloom or something, and they want to make sure that it's protected. Uh, it could be anything. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't you don't know um, when you handle. You know how how everybody handles those things is going to be different. Oh, Some yeah. people may have gotten a hammer and smashed those Furbies <sighs> into burned or burned them or something. Um, My dad kept them for the longest time. And um, they sat on a shelf in his computer room. Uh, just to this day, I'm 33 now. This has been like 20 years since I got these things. Right. And you see how good they still look? Yeah, that's because they have not been played with in 20 years. And they've right. been in either a box or a closet or just out, just not out. But my dad used to keep them on a shelf. And I don't know why. Because they're just they're just creepy, man. I used to, whenever I'd go in the computer room where he had them, I would have to turn them around on the shelf whenever I was on there, because I didn't want them looking at me. Yeah, they're creepy. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I still have them. It's probably because when I got my Grammy my Granny's Hope chest from Daddy, he put them in there. <laughs> so um, along with all my Beanie Babies and yeah, those porcelain dolls. Oh, I don't like them. <laughs> oh, they're creepy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I can just see now I'm going to get a lot of shit. And if I swear to God, if any one of you fuckers ever buys me a goddamn porcelain doll, I hope you didn't spend a lot of money on it. Cause I'm going to break the motherfucker or it's going up in my attic with my Shirley Temple doll. The only reason I haven't gotten rid of my Shirley Temple doll is because my aunt gave me that. So she can stay up in the attic. Yeah. She's pretty, but she's still a doll and I still don't like them. Yeah. I mean, it's I just, mean, and that's a common phobia. I just hate them. I, it really is. My it biggest is a things are clowns. So wrong with that. My biggest things are clowns and dolls because clowns can kill you. We, I mean, what happened that whole summer? We had clowns going up and down <clears throat> states with machetes uh, and can we showing up about, on people's porches and shit. Can we talk about Tom and Casey? We've already talked about Casey. I know, but <laughs> we're going to reiterate that. We're You're talking about clowns Casey. that kill yeah, so that's kind know. of the one of the most. That's the most famous one. Yeah, no, we're not gonna do that. Amy just does not like clowns, and again, stems from childhood. Um, <laughs> I don't like dolls; they're just creepy. I can't, I can't stand them because it's like I always feel like I'm being stared at when it comes to a porcelain doll or just something like that. It it's terrifying to me. Just something being able to move on its own that you instinctively know is not a real thing it's an object it is not a real person it is not a living breathing entity it is a 
thing. And seeing something like that move or hearing stories about that, it's creepy. so terrifying. It's creepy. And I can see how Robert the Doll was um, an inspiration for Chucky. I really can. Yeah. That's just like, yeah. holy shit. And again, it's... Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Um, but there's stories about haunted dolls from all over the place, from all different countries, from all different cultures. Um, again, I mean, just they're terrifying to me. There's humans, basically dolls or basically human substitutes for rituals. Yeah. You know, they yeah. represented the human in the ritual. Yeah. And or the sacrifice or the ceremony or whatever it was, is it was a human representation and they are just inherently, inherently creepy. And so, like, people that collect dolls, dude, you have a higher fortitude than I do. I would not be able to just even, I would feel claustrophobic in a room like that. Walking into somebody's house that collects dolls and they have a room my, yeah. full of nothing but dolls, I would immediately feel claustrophobic and terrified and want to throw up. You have been in my, in my Nana's house. I, yes, I have. I grew up. And, house. <laughs> right. and so you remember that there's a little little area to where the side door is yes. right there that was filled she had a little i remember she had cabinet, all those dolls and it was filled with dolls all those dolls and that scared she me had another child. cabinet in the dining room that was filled with dolls that too. was filled with dolls because i remember um, every time i'd come over there to swim in the pool yeah with gary when gary would come over to hang out with lisa and he'd bring me yeah um just like being fascinated and terrified of those cabinets full of nothing but dolls. Yeah, they were they were filled with dolls. They were just and some of them looked really weird. Yeah, she was she loved them. She she was like, "Those are my babies, my babies." And then she had to have one of the babies to fit Even her baby real dolls life babies me. and all of that. So, like I said, I have like I don't mind two of her Layla baby dolls and everything. But, like, I don't like touching them. I don't like looking at them because it's, like, especially the ones that the eyes open and shut on their own when you move their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Um, yeah. I don't like those at all. Um, yeah. The ones that talk creep me out big time. I just, it, it's just the idea of something you know, again, that's not a real living, breathing thing. Taking on a life of its own and moving and talking and you're not being the person to cause that. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because I grew up around that and around all of those types of dolls that it doesn't scare me. Well, see, my mom collected dolls. My mom likes them. But, and I grew up around it, but I cannot stand them. Yeah. See, I'm not saying that this is something that I grew up around. I grew up around these things, but I don't like them. Right. They're terrifying to me. Right. And I guess it's just, you know. And it's, again, why you don't see them. Why, why you see, I don't really have dolls in my house. Mm -hmm. You see why these things were in my hope chest. Um, Yeah. Like I I said, I have have three. One that was my mom's and two uh, two that's my grandma's. So I do have those three. And... uh, yeah. So, what I would like to know is, um, listeners, what do you think? Yes. Have you Tell heard us. of a haunted doll that I haven't heard of? Is there something, are you from a different culture and you have a legend or a story about a haunted doll that is famous from where you're from? Right. Um, are you terrified of dolls? Do you not like them? What makes you not like them if you do? 
Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had an experience of a doll moving on its own in your presence? Or have you witnessed something like that like I did with my Furbies or with my porcelain doll? Um, I, 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 I want to know that I'm not the only person <laughs> that's had mm-hmm. this shit happen to them. Um, because sometimes I think back, hey, I was a kid. Maybe I imagined it. But to this day, um, I don't know how that doll ended up on the other side of my room. Yeah. And um, we love interacting with you guys, too. So please, please yeah, let so us know. It's Interact great. with us. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, honestly, I think really that about does it for me on, on my dolls, man. Yeah. So I so hope you were as creeped out as I was. <laughs> absolutely. Um, next episode will come out on the 13th. And it will be a serial killer episode. Yeah, we're we're doing something new this year, guys. We're not going to tell you what the serial killer is. And you're not going to know what I'm talking about. um, And we're not telling each other. We're not going to tell each other. It's going to be a surprise to each other who we're going to talk about and what we're going to talk about as far as the topics. Um, um, Looking forward to it. Amy's it's gonna come going, out yeah it'll be a little valentine's day gift to you guys the serial killer one mm-hmm. because it'll come out on the 13th of february so uh yeah God, so we're not yeah you know. so we're doing a new new thing this season is that we're not telling each other what we're talking about so right. see, so that way just you to see guys, how how what kind of reaction we can get out of each other and right. see what exactly happens exactly um now we do know a like couple things and it's kind of crazy that you know i didn't even know about this one until you know and it's kind of crazy that I messaged you guys and was like, kind of like Jeff Dunham. You know, we, we talked about Jeff Dunham oh, a little Jeff bit. Jeff Dunham is terrifying, okay? And I think he's weird. I, <laughs> I just mentioned, hey, I enjoy. Don't even get me started on ventriloquist. Dunham. I enjoy. Scare me too. <laughs> I enjoy I Jeff like Dunham's dolls. comedy. I think it's hilarious. I just don't like dolls, So we man. have given you guys a lot of things to to look into if you wanted to. We've given you some Netflix recommendations. We've given you some Go podcasts. The, go down the rabbit hole with the YouTube, man. I'm telling yeah. you, you're going to, you, you'll see some shit that's really going to make you question like, okay, there's no way that can be real or what the hell did yeah. I really just watch? Yeah. So um, we've given you some TV show ideas we've given you some podcast ideas giving you some youtube ideas go check out um scared to death because with that podcast you don't know if the stories that you're hearing really are real stories from people that have sent in or if they're just made up stories that dan cummings has found on the internet Mm -hmm. it is fantastic and i highly recommend you listen to it especially if you just like creepy stories in general Yes. It's fantastic. And we have tickets to go see him Indian. this year. Of COVID allowing, of course. And if things start reopening, which hopefully it will. Yes. So, and if that's actually on my birthday. <laughs> we just talked about your birthday so, earlier. When we told the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wayne, if you're listening to this, <laughs> just, you might have to go see Backstreet Boys with us. Because yeah, um, if, if Dan Cummings is not going to be able to do his thing and if the backstreet boys are because they're both playing and going both going to be in raleigh well yeah and not the same year though (laughs) that's next year no it's this year it's this year this year if they're both going to be if they're going to both be in raleigh one's going to be at good nights and one's going to be at okay when are you guys going to see dan (laughs) we'll go see the backstreet boys (laughs) i've already bought the tickets for us to go see dan cummings we're going to see dan somebody can have my ticket i'm going to go see the backstreet boys (laughs) Anyway, so one we're going to do one Just or the other as long it. as COVID as long as COVID will allow us to. It's it's happening. Just to end on a it's light note, guys. Um, but um, we can't. 
Yeah, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I think it was a good episode. I think that, uh, you know, you're not the only one that has that fear of, cl- God, of dolls. <laughs> um, I um, think I that it's some, a common yeah. a common fear, I, and it's definitely okay. I, I've got some good things lined up for this yes. season. So, so do I. I'm very, very happy. So if you guys have because something you want us to talk about paranormal or serial killer wise, let us know. Um, and we will do our best to incorporate that into we future take episodes. suggestions, but at the end of the day, whatever tickles our fancy and whatever drags us down the rabbit holes, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So we'll definitely um, take your suggestions. And we mind. hope we drag you down the rabbit hole with us too. Yes, let us know if we do because we love it when we hear those stories. Yeah, we we love when you come back and tell us, "Hey, I just listened to your podcast, and dude, I went down the rabbit hole on this and this and this and." You know, we, we really like to know that, hey, maybe we sparked your interest in something and yeah. you're like, well, let me look that up. Or if you have a common fear, like what Amy just, you know, shared with us, let her know, hey, you're not alone. Yeah, let me know I'm not alone in my crazy you're phobias. You're not alone. <laughs> I'm scared of dogs. What are you scared too? of? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. What are you scared of? Snakes. Okay, but what's a weird phobia you have? I don't know if I really have one. Okay. Amy's going to just lay out her weird phobias real quick. And if any of you hold this against me, I'm coming for you. No, not really. But still, um, I don't like clowns. I don't like dolls. Uh I don't like spiders. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like, mostly it's animal thing for me. Like, I don't like reptiles. Oh, I don't mind reptiles. I just don't like snakes and I don't like spiders. And I don't like, and I don't, I I like like frogs. I don't like a lot of insects either. Um, mosquitoes are annoying, I but think I'm, that I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of them, but they're just more like, a, especially spiders and snakes and uh, like iguanas. Oh, lizards, I love iguanas. They're cute. Those kinds of things. I'm like, huh, no. Yeah. So it's, those. You I'm, do have a weird phobia. <laughs> you do have a weird phobia. What you don't is, like feet. I don't like feet. That is correct. I will say that. I do She's not like feet. feet. I'm not scared of feet. I just don't like them. I don't want them to touch me. I don't want to touch them. <laughs> of course, I'm going to clean and touch my and own, what do we obviously. Do? What do we do? We but always, I don't Every time we see like, something foot related, we send it I don't like feet. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, I'm sorry. I am also like deathly, deathly terrified of heights. And um, th- this will be revisited in possibly a future podcast. I'm not going to let on, but you know, um, you know, they they say that um, what you're terrified of, what what's, what your phobias are, is how you may have died in a past life. Yeah. So um, I'm terrified of heights. So apparently, in a past life, I may have fallen from something, or I got bit by a snake, or I got bit by a spider, or I was killed with a doll. Um, or I was killed by a clown. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Pennywise. Fucking A. But, um, yeah, so y- you never know what's going to come out of my mouth eventually. Um, I have all sorts of weird things that I'm. But yeah, I, that's like the, the that feet is something that I don't like. I'm not scared of feet. Yeah, but, but I, I just, I just had to throw it out there because I didn't want to feel like The, the only thing person. that I'm really like scared of is snakes. Like I can deal with pretty much anything else. Like I know if I don't like something, I can keep my distance from it. But it's, I guess it's just the fact that with the snake phobia for me. You never know where a snake is going to be. Yes. And you don't know where a spider is going to be. It all began because I had a, I had a, 
a weird dream and I was on the t- I was like looking down from the ceiling of my mom and dad's house but I was like on the roof but I could see through it mm-hmm. it was weird did you have an out-of-body experience and or there were snakes everywhere and I couldn't get away from the snakes I was on top of the roof but I could not get away from the snakes there were snakes crawling you know, Ugh. up this up the walls. The floors well, were covered with snakes, and I guess that. And then, um, when look, I was I've had probably dreams about being in bed, and there's a snake in my bed, and I've woken up freaking the fuck out, and like not been able to go back to sleep. And <laughs> I, when I was uh, probably preteenish, maybe a little bit younger, I remember that I was watching. It was like a a, a documentary an or, or a special, and it was about the ten deadliest snakes. And I watched it. Oh, my God. And no, that thank you. intensified my fear of snakes. Because when I saw the black, ma- the, the black mamba snake flying oh, from yeah, one no, tree nope, 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 to nope. another, I was done. Oh, great. They fly now. I was like, holy shit. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See, we always like to end our podcast on something so, um, that have absolutely nothing I, to do with what right, we talked about. But um, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's where that phobia came from, is that dream and then that that TV special that I probably saw on like Animal Planet or Discovery Channel or something, and it was like the top 10 deadliest snakes. And so I have since always been afraid of snakes. Well, as my, my daughter Layla would say, no, thank you. Yeah. No, no thank you. you. Is exactly right. So I will pass. Um, if you have a snake, please do not. Uh, and I've had an experience. Woods of terror. With woods of terror. We're just where that. the guy that was working in the house put the snake on me, knowing that I was terrified of the snake. And it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, no, that's Christy Cole, do I am that sorry shit. for pushing you all the way through that part <laughs> of that haunted house. Does Christy Cole even listen but to us? But I was scared to death. And I looked at her and I was like, you fucking lied to me. <laughs> you bitch, you lied to me. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I digress. That's besides the point. And I anyway, digress. we hope that I... <laughs> Poor Christy Cole. <laughs> We hope that you enjoyed this episode <laughs> of nonsense with Amy and Ashley. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, we had to end on a little bit of a nonsense. Yeah, because so Amy wouldn't be us like if we didn't end on some kind of nonsense, right? <laughs> um, so, anyway, guys, we want to thank you for joining us Absolutely. and now sticking with us through our third season. Yay. And we can't wait to see what the rest of the year holds for us. And um, yeah, so you. Want to holler at us? Send us a message on Facebook. Um, we answer pretty quickly. One of us does anyway. Um, yeah, one <laughs> of the two of us normally sees it really quickly and will respond. Yeah. Um, but we want to just thank you guys. Maybe eventually we may have to. It may be a little bit longer if we start getting a whole lot of responses. But yeah, right well, now. Right now we're pretty good about it. We're pretty good. Um, we're okay right now. <laughs> so anyway. Um, oh, also real quick before we end the podcast. Um, uh, we need to send a shout out to some of our favorite people. Okay. Um, Miss Jennifer. Yes. Um, we love you. If you are local, then you need to really check out Moon Goddess Creations. Absolutely. And go pick up a body butter, pick up a body scrub, because honestly, 
Homegirl is doing some great things. And now she's selling candles. Yeah, she's selling intention candles. And I need to get my hands on a couple of those. And um, she sells deodorants, body butters, lip balms, bath bombs, body scrubs. CBD stuff as well. Yes. um, Definitely. Mm -hmm. If you're local, check her out. She's on Facebook. Um, She she does have an Etsy store. Um, So look her up on Etsy, Moon Goddess Creations. And she even um, does dream catchers. Yes, she does. We actually both have dream catchers that she has made us before. And mine is hanging up in my front window. Mine is hanging above my bed. And um, also want to give a shout out to our girl Brandy Jean with Sweet Serenities. Yes. Get you some damn cheesecake stuffed strawberries. You will not be disappointed no, at all. No, you will not. No, I mean it. They're amazing. Get it. She has made birthday cakes Oh, my God. She made my birthday cake last year. And they are phenomenal. Phenomenal. And they're gorgeous, too. So they really are good. So definitely. She does, um, she does parties. She does weddings. She does baby showers. So, you know, you got one of those events coming up. You need some stuff for it. Hit her up. You need a birthday cake. Hit her up. You need just a cake because you want a cake. Hit her up. Get some strawberries. Um, she does these like don't strawberry cheesecake stuff donuts, mm-hmm. and I fucking want one like uh- really bad. Um, she does cheesecake jars, banana put. She has made strawberry stuff with banana pudding. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, she's on Facebook. Sweet Serenities. Hit her up too. Yes. So, um, and a final one. Okay. Uh. You, if you're itching for some ink, we have some really, really, really great friends of ours, um, Laura and Richard at Caveat M Tour. Um, they do gift cards. I know they're not really open right now because you know COVID and everything. Um, but hit them up for a gift card. You know, so they always have all sorts of weird stuff in their little their little shop of horrors, and you know. Richard is a phenomenal tattooist. He has done every one of my tattoos but one. Oh, yeah, mine too. And, yeah, definitely hit him up. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening to us. And we will see you on our next episode. See you later. Bye, guys. This episode of Witches Be Like Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by the boys of Master POS Theater. If you want to get in touch with us, you got an idea, you have a theory, you just want to talk, you can hit us up on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Witches Be or drop us a line on our email at witchesbelikepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast Anywhere podcasts are sold, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and the like. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Stay spooky and always be weird.